pew, 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 pew. Welcome to Dalton Abs. No, I'm not going to do that. You do oh, it. I was going to. Oh, okay. Welcome to another episode of Dose and a Half Cinco's. This is episode number 12. This one's a special episode. This is a double feature. This week we'll be reviewing El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie, and Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Uh, As always, I am your host, David. And I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. And, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, joining us again, guys. This is a special, special episode. Yeah, it really is. If uh, if you couldn't get enough dos and a half cinco's, you're getting a double scoop. You're getting a double, double fisting right now. There we go. De- double filming, eh? And fisting. fisting. There we go. Like yeah. A double. Film. You have to. You usually have to pay extra a for that. Double filming of the fisting. Yeah, so, I, I would pay um, extra for that. I would personally. <laughs> so, have you guys uh, been checking out anything else recently besides our? Our very busy week, uh, you know, trying, you know, getting two movies in. Uh, See anything else? Uh, no, other than just getting caught up on Breaking Bad, getting ready for El Camino. Okay. I I uh, saw ben? I I saw Abominable. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you followed up by seeing Angry Birds two, and then now you saw Abominable. Yeah, I, I saw Abominable. Awesome. Yeah. That is. Just awesome. Well, how did that how did that one compare to uh, Angry Birds too? Well, I couldn't tell you because halfway through they shut it off. I watched it in Vietnam and they just pulled it because, uh, yeah, apparently there was a map in the movie that depicted Vietnam as were the the South China Sea as being part of China, and uh, Vietnam didn't like that, so they pulled it. I can't tell you. Oh, what about the part about Tibet not being part of China? They weren't mad about that. What do you mean Tibet's part of China? This sounds. This sounds. Would you stop eating chips? Yeah, David. <laughs> what? Yeah, David. I, I'm I'm intermittently fasting. Okay, I intermittently fasting on shrimp chips. No. <laughs> yeah, in between chips. <laughs> it's been so long since my last shrimp chip. <laughs> I'm having shrimp chip withdrawals. So it's been almost six seconds. Oh, I gotta get another one. It's uh, the oh intermittent God. shrimp chip fasting is really good for the metabolism. Actually, you well, speaking of, uh, you know, since ben, and... yeah, ben, <laughs> Ben's eating nachos, so that kind of brings up something that kind of triggered me recently. Um, Taco Bell removed the cheddar box from the the uh, from their their menu. The fuck is a cheddar uh, box? Wait, you mean the chalupa? What the five dollar chalupa? Yeah, the five dollar chalupa cheddar oh, box. Man. Oh man. That is no longer available. Wait, and, was that was that your favorite one, Ben? No, I'm sure the naked chicken chalupa was probably up there. Okay, but I asked Ben. Oh. <laughs> I mean, David number three. Uh, nope. It was David. Right. You said we weren't gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, just let them know that uh, you know, reminder that we did shoot uh, episode eleven at some point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, was what was your favorite, Ben? Oh, if we're looking at the tier list, I would have to say that um, this is probably a, I want to say a B tier. <laughs> this is gonna be a know? podcast on its own. Yeah, it, it's um, yeah, it has its its strengths. You know, um, I'm not too big of a fan. Okay, of so two if you tacos. had to, if you, if you had to rank S tier, what's in what's your what's in your S tier? Oh man, that had to be the nacho fry, um, the nacho fries box. Box that came with the nacho okay, fries. It came then... with a taco. It came with a chalupa. And the Baja Blast. 
Nice. That was a nice. Yeah, I would and, rather uh, just. Well, I would rather you? just get the nacho fries bel grande rather than the nacho fry box. But it came with a chalupa. It was, it was perfectly balanced. I'll buy the chalupa separate. Should be. <laughs> so, um, and then, so part of that kind of just harking back. I was interested because a couple of weeks ago I found out that they were removing other items off the list. Also, um, Evan actually was. Uh, Quite surprised when he went to Taco Bell and asked for a double decker taco. They no oh, yeah, longer have like a double decker jam. taco either. Yep, gone. Oh, the, all those Evan. like mini meal deals gone. Is I don't Evan know okay? Talk- is he like? How I is he had doing? to. Cons- you have to understand how I couldn't console him, and he was just like, "I went there and I was like, well, what if I paid full price for a bean and cheese burrito, <laughs> and then you just don't put cheese in it, and then you left it open, and then you put a taco in it? <laughs> Please, my I'll friend- pay for both of them. My friend hasn't come out of his room since you since you took it away." Man, poor Evan. Yep. I didn't he know had, that was he, his jam. He hasn't been to work in two weeks. <laughs> He's inconsolable. Yeah, so I was extremely confused uh, by that news and uh, saddened, obviously. And um, But yeah. So yeah, they're, they're, I would definitely look it up. Um, that was definitely one of those things that was on the news. and Well, not on the news, but... Uh, if you Google it, there was a list of other items that were taken off of that. Oh, if um, it was on the news, the backlash, like they would have been like, "Oops, sorry, just kidding, it's back." So if you, yeah, so they're dropping, they dropped nine items back in at the end of August. So I Ouch. guess I hadn't gone in a while. So um, beginning September twelfth, Taco Bell is drastically changing the menu. Um, they removed the beefy uh, mini quesadilla, chips and salsa, meh. Uh, Chipotle chicken loaded griller. That one I liked. Double decker taco. Cool ranch Doritos Locos taco. Fiery Doritos Locos taco. Also gone. Cool ranch Dorito? What? I know. That's a staple. Double tostada power menu burrito and the 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 XXL grilled stuffed burrito. The steak one was really good. I like that one. But, um,. So, yeah, the Cool Ranch Dorito Locos Taco being gone is quite a surprise to me. That's whack. Yeah, so uh, I know that we haven't had a pop. Wait, actually, I wanted to ask. Have you guys had a Popeye's chicken sandwich? Nope. Not yet. It's not back yet. It's still still out of, yeah. Really? I was talking to Evan today, and he told me that when he was in Vegas a couple weeks ago for, oh, that was at Labor Day. Never mind. I take it back. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Four weeks ago, quattro weeks. Although ago. I did, I did see on their Twitter they if they're like, want to know when they're coming back? Subscribe to our push notifications. No, you will not. I, I was tempted. I almost, I was tempted. And I think what's re, uh, what's replacing some of these items that are at Taco Bell is like more like vegetarian and vegan friendly. So I saw a Crunchwrap Supreme, but instead of like meat, it's black beans. Why don't they? Just hook up with Impossible or uh, uh, Beyond Meat and just do that. That's what Del Taco did. Mm-hmm. Del Taco and their 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 uh, Beyond tacos are pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, the Taco Bell definitely not afraid to shake it up. I mean, I still respect them, but yeah, the, probably should have uh, asked the Taco Bell Nation before you uh, start dropping stuff off there. That yeah, like the double decker taco. I know, R.I.P. Need the 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 uh, the sound that we're gonna use for the pour out for last week. We're gonna have to use that for this one. Okay. Yeah. So, 
Um, so yeah, that's the news for me. Obviously, I'm still watching Stranger Things. I'm now into season two. Um, hopefully, <laughs> gonna finish season three pretty soon. Um, other than that, you guys have any other news? I, I'm sorry we had to start on such a sad note. Yeah, I just kind of, I'm kind of beside in, yourself. I'm in my feelings right now. Well, we could take a moment. All right. This okay. Moment's rest, over. Rest in peace, oh. Double Decker yeah. Taco. Yep. So, um, make sure once you, uh, if, you know, if you are a fan of Taco Bell, to go to Taco Bell, enjoy your. You know, whatever is your favorite menu item, because it might not be there for forever. <laughs> don't, you know? don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. Make sure you tell. You know, for me, it's the Crunchwrap Supreme. You know, you want to tell this Crunchwrap Supreme, I, I really care about you, and I don't want to lose you. And so let's let's all you know. let's all go around the room and share what our favorite Taco Bell menu item is. Well, mine was the Crunchwrap Supreme. Right, uh, Ben. It's a chalupa, and it's never going fucking away. <laughs> just a the standard a small boat standard issue chalupa it's a small boat just a standard issue chalupa the tickets are pretty long <laughs> I wish I wish we hadn't gotten Ben's audio working <laughs> can, can we shut up his audio for this point <laughs> wait why Actually, I think we should have... Okay, so we clearly need to do a, a drunk episode, but we also need to do an episode where we're all doing nachos. <laughs> the nacho episode? No, no, no. I think Ben's nachos, I'll do like ramen. Oh, no. Stu no, can do ramen I'll do or ramen. something. Yeah. I'll, and I'll... Uh, all right, guys. I'm here. I'm at, I'm at, uh, I'm at Slurping. <laughs> it's really loud. <laughs> Wait, you guys are actually at ramen? Please? I thought I just got a cup of noodles. <laughs> yeah, I got my own table here at Shinsengumi. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> wait, everyone. Wait, I just I just lined up four things of uh, Maruchan. <laughs> Actually, we're gonna go through a gauntlet: Maruchan, Nissan, uh, Top Ramen. Nissan. Nissan. Hey, isn't that one of the other brands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it is. Is. I love their yeah. Sonata ramen. <laughs> I love no, the Altima. Wait, I love the Altima. <laughs> I <laughs> like the Centra. Uh, the Accord ramen. Katsu ramen is pretty good. The CRV. Centra show you ramen. Wow. Ooh, I like that. Can you. Oh, dude, we should just open our own ramen shop and just. I don't know why we pick Nissan, but I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, so we can get sued by two companies. <laughs> no, but we just spell it slightly different. <laughs> so instead of Nissan. It's like no, K N E E S A N. K N E E S A N. Yeah, I okay. I would be open to drunk episode if we can make sure that we're actually recording, and we're not we're not too drunk to realize we haven't recorded anything. I think, I mean, if we're all in the same room, we can we could we could check each other and re and then we could all fail together because all but of we're our, all idiots. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, that that'll work out well. Um. So yeah, so look forward to a possible um, drunk episode or food episode. Most likely food episode first. We'll see the logistics. What are. about a drunk episode, a food episode, and a drunk on food episode? Oh, just like food coma episode? Yeah. <laughs> so guys, we're going to go do our favorite buffets. Um, 
I'm going to Bach and all. <laughs> and it's just going to be us taking naps. Yeah. A recording of us <laughs> taking naps. So I'm going to talk while these two have knocked out. And then hopefully by the time I'm done talking, one of them wakes up. Nope. Dude, dude, <laughs> stop. Dude, wake up. Nope. Then we're all just asleep. Welcome to our, yeah, wel- so. welcome to our Ambien special. <laughs> <laughs> the Ambien special. Brought to you by Big Ambien Pharma. <laughs> <laughs> take it, take, make sure to uh, take a zanny with the rest of us and we'll all fall so we'll knock out like a light yeah <laughs> okay so um so yeah we, fortunately we had to start with such a, a sad note but you know rest in peace double decker taco and uh you know if there's any other food things that you guys miss or you guys would like for us to remember having remembrance you definitely uh you know you can hit us up in the comments and let us know That'll be a sad. Um, that's a sad podcast. I know, but um, it kind of goes in, you know, in hand with our theme for this. Week. I don't know. I got nothing. Sorry. I mean, um, so we're gonna go straight into our box office rundown this week. There's a there's a couple surprises in there, but obviously the biggest sur- not surprise is the number one movie in the nation is still Joker, holding on to the top spot. We have a couple newcomers in the top five. They are actually brand new movies. The Adams Family comes in, slots at number two. Number three is Gemini Man with Will Smith and the uh, acclaimed record. I don't know why they keep trying to put Ang Lee in this. Like they keep mentioning Ang Lee so much, almost like if almost Will Smith wasn't a selling point to this movie in the first place. The director of Life of Pi, and I'm like, he also directed uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. So I'm like, there's other stuff here too. And the Incredible just Hulk. Upset. You're just upset they didn't mention the Asian movie. Yeah. The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, and then from there, number four is Abominable, down from number two. Uh, down Abbey, number five. <laughs> Top five. Hustlers comes in number six. Judy, number seven. It, chapter two, number eight. Jexy, uh, the newcomer, is number nine. And Ad Astra is rounds out the top ten. So, wow. guys, any, uh, any surprises? <laughs> any thoughts? Jexy did not start off strong. <laughs> nope. Did you really think it was going to do that well? No, I guess not. <laughs> but I didn't think number nine. <laughs> actually, I you thought, thought it would place what, number like six or seven? Yeah. It actually did better than I thought it would. So. You did not expect it to be in the top ten? No, I did not. I did not think so at all. I was proven wrong. I thought that's your, I thought that's your boy, though. Adam Devine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He, I asked him for an autograph and everything. He said no, no, I didn't. I saw him at a Laker game yep. and I didn't say anything because I was a coward. Yep. <sighs> you know, it was trailing uh, off the whole John C. Riley thing. I didn't want to get rejected again. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, was that the same day? <laughs> no, it wasn't the same day. But you know, it's. Just, uh, you still sore from John I C. Riley snubbing? We you? probably we probably should have done it. It's just been like, <clears throat> Eric, can we take a picture with you? Oh, John C. Riley, you're here. I guess you could be in the picture too. Maybe wow. that might have been the play. I think he would have gotten more like, pissed. Maybe you could have been like, Oh, Eric, oh, awesome. Is this your dad? Oh <laughs> my god. What if they thought? What if that was? This is the reason why time machine should happen, so we can get other chances at stuff like this. Yeah. Until we find the right combination. Mm-hmm. For those of the, the one where we the, save him from the the uh, the the paparazzi guy that was outside. Oh, for the 
for those listeners who have no idea what the hell we're talking about, uh, <laughs> Ben, we ran into, or not ran into, we at a restaurant and we saw John C. Riley, and it was Eric, right? I think it was Eric, yeah. Yeah, it was, was Eric. It? Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't Tim? No, it was Eric. No. Was no, it, it was Tim. Tim. It, it was, was Tim. Tim. Sorry, 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 sorry. Tim. Tim Heidecker um, at a restaurant, and Ben really wanted to try to get a picture with John C. Riley. So David walked over with him and tried to say, Hey, John C. Riley, it's my friend's birthday. He would love nothing more if he could get a picture with you. And John C. Riley's like, Nah, fam, fuck that. Fuck out my face. Yep. Felt bad. Felt real bad. Yeah. So. I felt, I felt horrible because. I was like, wait, what? Did you really say no? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we did kind of just went dinner. Yeah, I mean, you were kind of being a dick. Yeah. So. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> last time I do anything for you. Hey, it'd be like if some we were out in L.A. and someone walked up and said, oh, my God, those and a half Shankos. Oh, I love you. Can I get a picture? That's right. Face to the, the palm to the face. Yeah, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, right. You'd be like, oh my god, you recognize us? Can we get a picture with you? <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, who the hell are you? <laughs> yeah, didn't that happen this past week, David, where someone went up to you and said, oh, I know you. And then you were so uh, into... That, that wasn't this past week. That happened yesterday. Oh, well, that, that, that's that past counts. week. That's that's past week. That's, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah, it happened yesterday. Someone came up to me and then was like, your name's David, right? I was like, what? How do you know that? And then you guys pointed out I was wearing my badge, so there's a possibility she could have been just reading that. She was checking out your package and saw your name tag. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that, that's because I was carrying a box around. <laughs> right. Makes sense. Or you have and a tumor. Also, <laughs> I'm going to get in so much trouble. I've already explained this story before. You've, you had You had a package... It in probably a, ended up. Well, no. In long a story short, ended up in a possible job offer, maybe. Maybe. Uh, but like, she says she was going to text me or call me or something like that. But I, maybe she just kept my phone number and she's going to write it on a wall in a bathroom. Somewhere. Wait, you actually gave her your phone number? It's a phone number. Yes, I think yeah. the answer to that is yes. Wow. So join us next episode and, when David enters a <laughs> pyramid scheme. <laughs> wait it's not a pyramid it's an upside down it's a funnel <laughs> think of it where all the money funnels funnel. to you me start with one guy join us next week for our latest adventure david and this the case of the missing identity <laughs> oh god that sounds horrible but um but yeah so outside of those um at Ben, you want to say anything about Adam's family? You know, topping the charts, obviously un- unable to unsee the the king that is walking Phoenix right now. But um, I, the Adams family, because it is, is the reason why it placed number two, is it because it's PG? I would say because it's a brand new animated film, and it does did have a lot of star power behind it. Surprisingly, I I mean I was a little weirded out by it because it came out of nowhere. It's like who is asking for an Adams family reboot, right? An animated animated reboot, and it comes with this great uh, cast. Like a, it's like Reverse Lion King. Yeah, um, but I I wasn't too excited to see it. But I mean, the cast was kind of tempting. But at the same time, it's just like eh, Adam Sandler. Eh. 
but who who did it have? It had Chloe Moretz Grace, it had Charlize Theron, it had Oscar Isaac. <laughs> why are, why are all these people in this movie? Did did they get blackmailed? I I don't know. But uh yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not going to go check it out. So Sometimes you just need money. Yeah. Uh, so, David, t- tell us next week when you watch it uh, how, how good it is. Oh, I'm, I'm probably going to want to watch Jexy instead. Wait. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because it's probably going to happen. Siri's going to take over the world. Wow. So, that was a joke. So, that really means you are going to see Adam's family next week. <laughs> no. Probably either Gemini Man or Jexy. I think we should see <sighs> Gemini Man, Parasite, or Parasite. Yes, Parasite placed number fifteen. Oh, uh, there was a you know, huh? Alien, the fortieth anniversary was a Fathom event that was fourteenth. Oh yeah, Lion King was number. I should have gone to that. Uh, War, the uh, the movie that that Stu really really wanted to see this weekend. Uh, yeah, that placed number twelve, down from number nine. Rambo Last Bloods, 11, uh, Ad Astra, obviously rounded out the top 10. I'm a little disappointed that Ad Astra has fallen out of the top 10 so quickly. I know. Well, I, I guess it's kind of expected after Word of Mouth get, went around uh, about how it's kind of a slow burn of a movie and nothing. Well, it's because people should be st- stop being such fucking casuals. Yeah, get good. Sorry there weren't any space blasters. I mean, or, there were. There, there were space or, blasters. I mean... There were. The, well, no, there was the regular space guns. They weren't space blasters. I mean, sorry, there weren't any fa- phaser guns or sexy alien teams. women. I mean, there were actually. Actually, I'm I'm gonna go back and I want to. Can I change my score on Ad Astra? I want to take a point off because there were no sexy a- alien women. Well, I mean, there there were in the sense that all the women that you saw were probably born on a different planet. That that's an alien. No, that's not. Foreign, that's that's not at all foreign, what I meant. Foreign. They're very foreign. They're nope. alien. Yep. Nope. Yep. They're the that's, same species. That's, that they're aliens. Oh, remember the movie Species? The what? The movie Speed. Never mind. Oh yeah, Species. Yeah. But uh, anyways, what were we talking about? The top ten. Oh, we're still doing top ten. Yeah, yeah. we're still doing that. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I think that probably that's a good place to stop. I think that we're we're done with our box office rundown for this week. Um, we're gonna take a really quick break, and we'll be right back with our double feature movies of the week: El Camino and Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Stay tuned. Howdy, y'all. Y'all like some tacos? Well, come on down to Taco Bell, where we take your favorite menu items, leave them on the menu for years and years so you get used to them, and then, when you least expect it, we rip it off the menu, tearing it from your heart and soul. (laughs) So come on down to Taco Bell, where you can't get your favorite stuff anymore. Yeehaw! Bong. Enter promo code DOSANHAVSINKOS. To get even less menu or less stuff on the menu. And we're back. We'll be talking about our movies of the week this week. It's a double scoop, double feature, double fisting of cinematic goodness. Double dragon. That too. Um, Wait, what other we'll doubles be, are there? Double, uh, double, 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 double dragon, double trouble, double, triple, 
double mint gum. Oh, tri I'm sorry, triple double. Double uh, colonoscopy. Double double, double colonoscopy? Yeah. <laughs> wait, did you guys know how to get your double annual double colonoscopy? Wait, wait, wait. God. I, ben, I would like for you to explain to our listeners what in, a double colonoscopy entails. Well, it's, it's, it's quite simple. So you, you know when you get colonoscopy? Uh-huh. It's like right like after a, a, another another doctor will come in and then he'll perform another colonoscopy. Oh, so it's not like you're getting one colonoscopy in the butt and then one through the mouth oh, no, no, at no, the no. same no, time? No, no, no. Like the doctor is it, and then like the, the other doctor, the, 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 the assistant learning doctor, the one in plain clothes, the one mm -hmm. kind of, that looks like the guy off the street comes in and then you, mm -hmm. you get another one. Okay, so it's like sequential. Like yeah. You get one, that one's done, and then you do another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. All right, so what would you call it when you're getting a colonoscopy in the butt and then also through the mouth at the same time? Um, I think that's what they call um, what was that? a split roast. Is, is that it? Col a colonoscopy roast? Yeah. Okay, yeah. and then what about when you're getting a, two colonoscopies in the butt at the same time? Um... I think that's like, uh, huh. That would also be a double colonoscopy. That's like. I think it's just called a good, it's a good time. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, enough colonoscopy talk. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Joe would like this because he usually listens to this when he eats. Okay. Yeah, Joe, don't eat right now. Although Unless it's nachos, eat. then it should be okay. Yeah. Just yeah. throw up in between nachos. I know it's too late. We've already done the damage, but, you know, whatever. All right. Well, um, I think we should start with the first movie we saw this week. That was El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie. I also wanted to review the theater that we saw oh, it in. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, because I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the fantastic Alamo Draft House oh. in Los Angeles. If you get a chance to see a movie there, definitely highly, highly, highly recommend. I think I can sp easily speak for the two of you guys also about how much you guys enjoyed it, but I will let you guys go ahead and yeah, I mean, I prefer you don't, about it but as well, yeah. But. So, go ahead. Oh, no. I I didn't have anything to say. Oh. <laughs> no. No, I, I always give you guys the opportunity, no. <laughs> but I just wanted to, to just really emphasize a point of how much we enjoyed, you know, going there. Yes. In the first place, I mean, you get a chance to be able to rent free movies. Oh, That's yeah. one. Um, the draft list of all the stuff is excellent. There's always some type of theme drink. Mm -hmm. um, we had some Schrader uh, Brow. Yeah. Yeah. In um, celebration I mean, of Breaking Bad. Yeah, I mean, as a beer on its own, it was okay. It was more novelty. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't go see the Breaking Mad movie and not get yourself some exactly. Trader Brown. Exactly. So, Trader Brown. Trader Brown. Um, so, yeah, that was available. Um, the food, I thought, was really good. I really like the way that... Um, I really like the philosophy that's behind it. Like, if oh, you yeah. get caught with your phone out, you get a warning. If you do it again, your ass is out. Also, right? no it, kids allowed. Yeah. Well, is it really? It's no. It's 18 and older? Over. I don't know about 18, but there's no, like, babies or, I think, or no babies or children. or it, it's so, there, I don't know what the age limit is, but oh. definitely no babies, so no crying, uh, I think, is one of their rules. I didn't even know. I didn't know. Where was that posted? Or is that just kind of like one of the rules that you know ahead of time? I thought I saw it on their website. 
Really? Oh, well, whatever it is. But yeah, it's definitely more uh, mature oriented. So you're going to go there for a purpose. You're going to go there to enjoy a, a movie and, you, and no expenses are are like uh, are spared, right? In terms of the overall experience, the way you order food is very well done. I think you, the, with like the little paper or whatever. Yeah, so was, you can order in the middle of the of the movie too. So uh, curious about how that would all work with like I was worried they'd be like waiters in standing in the way like as people were ordering, but no, it actually works. Getting a nice little system there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and the food was really good too. Yeah, like uh, f- for everything, you know, when you're looking at everything together, like um, I guess even at the individual items, you know, like. Uh, the, the draft selection, the food selection, the, you know, the staff, the ambiance. If you look at it all by itself, it's already pretty great. And then you combine it all, it's it's a really good experience. Like, I don't know, it, it's definitely a place built for, you know, movie lovers. Like, everything about it, you know, the staff can just talk your head off about movies. The, they are really courteous when you're ordering. They... They make sure that they're not in the way when you know you're watching the film. I mean, even the way that you order fil- the the food and the beverages while you're sitting down, it, it's great. They have that little light under your seat so you can like take a look at, oh, yeah. at everything without like you know disrupting the whole experience. And mm-hmm. I, I really like the way that you know you could order like more popcorn or something, or like even a refill or something. You you just put up your little paper and they just come by and take it, no questions asked. You just write down wherever you want. I mean, I, I did that a few times. It was really cool. Yeah, I I was very much a fan of this type of theater. I know there are other types of theaters where they do like food simp like they have like, you know, full menus like that, but I've never been to one before, so maybe other theaters are kinda like that also. But well- I think yeah. they, I think they don't have like the kind of rules like you no know, kids and they're not they don't have like su- the super strict cell phone. Uh, of the other theaters, I don't know if they have like this, the type of rules that like were are catered to this experience. Yeah, seriously. Well, because it's it's definitely very purposeful in a lot of the details that they're making that they have choices that you guys had all mentioned, and it's like it, they really make it a mo- they make it an experience every single time you go. That it's always like something so i'm hoping that they open more in somewhere in la like i think the spectrum would be really great Ooh. to have one of those um i think um i know that probably like victoria gardens would be a really good spot to have something <laughs> like that i know that would be competing with a like one that is on um you know that would definitely be in competition with like the amcs but i hope that maybe this might make AMC step up his game. Like I know that just because you have a full bar and food and stuff like that doesn't necessarily give you a full, you know, movie experience. So that I really appreciated that and it kinda like threw back a little bit to like when movies first became a thing back in like the what, fifties and sixties. That was like the first thing what they were doing was like it became like a you your entire like night was kind of revolved around going to see a movie and this kind of throws back and gives you the opportunity to kind of do that. And you know, I definitely appreciate that, and I definitely would love to go back for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, but yeah, enough about the theater. If anything, if you get a chance to be able to go out to the Alamo, definitely for sure do it. Um, but you know, we want to talk about the, this is a movie podcast, not a movie theater podcast. Unfortunately, there's not much you can talk about in any theaters. But I feel like we have a lot of interesting experiences when it comes to that. I mean, 
Stu's, uh, Stu's had to move a couple of times because of other audience members and his hatred for children. Yes. And uh, Ben has lost, has heard about people leaving the theater due to gastro, uh, gastroenteritis, and then <laughs> finding out that it has to do with their inability to uh, maintain friendships. So, um, so yeah, maybe maybe that's what this uh, podcast should really be about is our movie going experience. But um, we're here. We want to talk about El Camino, guys. What we're uh, you know, Ben, do you have a uh, synopsis for us for El Camino? Yeah. Uh, continuing directly after the final moments of Breaking Bad, Jesse Pinkman searches for a new life while living with the guilt of his previous one. Couldn't said it better than that. Um, Stu, Short uh, thoughts? Um, if you like Breaking Bad, you should like El Camino or you're just a hater. Uh, <laughs> it's a great... It's, it's a great movie. It's 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 like a it's like watching a, an episode of Breaking Bad, but in a movie. And twice as long. Uh, well, yeah, because an episode in a movie. this one was like two. Yeah, perfect. Um, score. Ooh, I give it an eight out of ten. Okay, uh, Ben. Thoughts. I really liked it. I know that there was a. Uh, uh, there was. A lot of criticism about the movie because, well, a lot of people said, was it actually needed? That was a very common criticism I've heard. But That it was needed or it wasn't needed? Was it needed at all, you know? Uh, oh. Was not needed? Yeah, I, that, that's what I've heard. I mean, it, it, a lot of people say it's excessive. It, it just doesn't really contribute well, to a lot of people can, <laughs> a lot of people can eat a big bag of dicks. That, like, that's what I told. That's what I said. My coworker said, like, what, was it needed? And I'm like, I don't know. Was Breaking Bad needed? I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> Is your face needed <laughs> as you're stomping them into the curb? <laughs> I I really really like the movie. I was a little skeptical to see how you know if Vince Gilligan can continue his magic. You know, the you know he was already heating up with Better Call Saul. I really yeah. really like Better Call Saul. I even thought it was better than Breaking Bad at some points. And now with you know with El Camino, I can confidently say, yeah, he 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 definitely struck gold again. I. I would say this is a 9 out of 10 for me. Ooh, okay. 9 out of 10. Yeah, I definitely echo some of the sentiments for, for that Ben said. Like, I mean, Ben, you're right. Like, I know that you had talked about it previously before that maybe he was maturing in his style bef- you know, while he was doing Better Call Saul. And then you kind of see what he could have done with Breaking Bad if he were to start the whole series all over again. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it is what it it is a fitting ending. I definitely thought it was necessary. I don't know why people think it wasn't necessary because I was asking the same questions at the end of the movie, uh, at the end of the uh, TV series. Um, and, uh, you know, it ended the way I kind of was hoping it would end. So um, in terms of the way TV shows have gone, this is definitely up there for me. So I would definitely give it an 8 out of 10 for sure. Nice. Easy. Yeah, so because uh, I've definitely had a couple of experiences with other TV shows and the ending going, wow, okay. That's the way this ends. No. <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> Orange is Not the to name one. names or anything like that. I didn't. Did anybody hear something? Oh yeah, that too. Well, <laughs> that that one should have. That one should have ended three seasons ago. But let's not get into that. Um. <laughs> so all right. So we did. We saw El Camino. So obviously that one probably averages out to about like an eight and a half yeah. overall. 
I mean, I'll get I'll get into why I didn't give it a nine. I wanted to give it a nine, mm-hmm. but okay. Uh, we'll get is that, that is there a spoiler requirement? Yeah, it's spoiler requirement. Okay. But uh, one thing I wanted to touch on before we dive into the spoiler zone is, um, like, gee, like I know we saw the movie and everything together. It was great, but man, it would have been awesome if we would have gone <laughs> on a Friday instead of a Saturday. Ben, do you? Do you know why we went Friday or oh, Saturday man, instead I, of Friday? I don't remember. I, I really don't remember. I, uh, Damn it. Why didn't we so go on no, Friday? We, we should have just gone this. on Friday. I'm editing this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Saturday is great and all, but Fridays are like... like Better let's... for the Alamo, correct, because I will cop to it. I was the one who said it would be better if we went on a Saturday. And, 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 uh, and then what happened? Aaron Paul showed up on Friday after the first screening at 7... Uh, seven o'clock, which ended at prompt later, roughly around nine o'clock. Aaron Paul walks in. Netflix was there to re- uh, to, um, you know, uh, film the whole thing. He walks down, takes some questions, thanks everybody for being there. It's on YouTube if you want to see it. Um, but you know, he was there no. to embrace the fans. Um, I'm gonna deprive myself of that forever because I didn't get to see it in person. I saw it on YouTube and I cried. Yeah, I hope and, I hope uh, it feels. I, I feel it good. doesn't feel it doesn't because <laughs> you guys remind me all the time. <laughs> I can't get away from it. To the grave, David. I'll never let you forget. Wow. I know uh, it's it's gonna literally say on my tombstone. <laughs> no, I'll I'll take care of it. Your worry, tombstone's I'll, I'll gonna say it. Rush Hour Two was better than Rush Hour One. Oh and my god! I didn't let my friends see Aaron Paul. Yep. <sighs> this is gonna be a long tombstone. <laughs> you know what? Jokes on you. Each letter's a hundred bucks. Worth it. <laughs> It's just it. like you just yeah, <laughs> worth it. No, you just turn it into an acronym. It's just a bunch of letters. And like, what the hell is what the hell does that mean? And then it spells out like eat big dicks or Dick something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's the worst. All right, David. David so I, I apologize. I told them ahead of time that not ahead of time afterwards that I cop to it. I found out before also, and I told them the first thing I did when I saw him was I said, you know what. We probably should have saw it on Friday, even though I couldn't have gone. Um, you know, you guys, I shouldn't have deprived you guys of that. Yeah. Uh, so if there's any opportunities to go to the Alamo, especially for an opening movie on a Friday or Thursday, I think at this point, right, they do premieres too. So yeah. that might be an opportunity because it seems like a lot of the actors that are prom- have prominent roles in a lot of these films, especially ones that have like a, um, almost like a cult following to them. Like, you know, Breaking Bad had a really big following. Joker had a really big following. Um, you know, the Alamo seems to be the spot for those guys to show up. So um, if that's something that you guys are interested in and being able to see uh, the, yeah. you know, those guys and stuff like that. So yeah. um, that would be that. Yeah. Also, uh, and this, I won't, I won't fault you for this, David, although it might have been a little, might have worked out a little better, at least for me and Ben. Uh, was that I felt a little weird that it seemed like Ben and I were the only ones who dressed up for the show. For the yeah. well, I think maybe if you guys had dressed up, if you had gone on Friday, I'm sure you guys probably got in a couple more. But on the way yeah. out, we saw a couple of guys that were dressed in the suits too. So were they? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I saw a few. Of, there was one guy for sure. Yeah. So I mean, there were other people for sure. Because um, I think that might be like the first time I've ever actually like done something like that. 
Definitely like, would encourage to keep doing it. Definitely don't let this be the like the one your experience to sour you. Nah, don't don't let it sour you for sure. Because I saw there, dude. People were like, dude, nice. You guys dressed up for this. This is cool. It's all like that. I really thought that you were going to be making so much noise with the suit the entire time. And I was <laughs> like, I don't know this guy I'm sitting next to because he's just making so much noise, crinkling <laughs> like a bag of Doritos. Um, <laughs> just grabbing or, popcorn or bag. like a box of nachos. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who does that? <laughs> Seriously. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, before we go into the spoiler zone, we definitely need to talk about the other movie. The other movie we saw this week was yesterday. We saw um, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Um, having a hard time with that name. Oh. Yeah, it is a lot. It's a mouthful. Um, so, Ben, do you got anything on that? Yeah, it's a mouthful. <laughs> um... Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh my! Oh, man, you cut cut a mid nacho. Yeah. What the hell, David? <laughs> this is exactly what they would want. What Kevin Smith would want. All right. So, what were you asking? Uh, synopsis: Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Right. So. Jay and Silent Bob reboot follows the day in the lives of two convenience clerks named Dante and Randall as they annoy customers, discuss movies, and play <laughs> hockey on the store roof. Wait, I just read that earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, that you, sounds familiar. Oh, you read my book. Oh, okay. Oh, did you write imdb.com slash clerks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. So you, you did pick up my book. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Stu, since uh, Ben gave us the synopsis for Clerks, uh, Stu, what was your thoughts on Jay and Silent Bob reboot? I feel like I should have done a little more re- not research research in the sense that watch I should have rewatched some of the movies because mm-hmm. uh, I felt like I was missing a lot of the pieces, but I could still appreciate the movie for what it was in the moment. There, little bits and pieces it had, although I probably didn't get as much out of it as people who. Uh, our, our hardcore Kevin Smith uh, fans, uh, so, but I did enjoy it. It was very, it was an enjoyable movie. So, uh, score, uh, I give it a seven out of ten. Okay, Ben, thoughts and score. It was definitely a, a very uh, fan servicey movie. You know, it, it it didn't really rely too much on plot or, you know, a, a script. It, it was just like. Here's this guy. Remember this thing? Remember this thing? You know, <laughs> uh, here's this guy that you never thought about. You know, it, it just kept. Here's an hour and a, here's an hour and a half of just cameos. These are all these references. See how many of them you get. Yeah, look, look how meta we are. You know, and I, I gotta be <laughs> honest, I'm kind of a sucker for that. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, so uh, score ten out of ten. <laughs> uh, I give it a six and a half. Uh, it was still really enjoyable, you know, for what it was. If you're a fan of Kevin Smith's stuff, or just any of Kevin Smith's, you know, uh, any of Kevin Smith's projects, this is definitely a movie you should check out. Um, for me, I definitely feel very similar to that. It's very fan fiction. Uh, fan fiction. Fan, <laughs> fan fiction. <laughs> fan fiction. <laughs> Actually, that also, right? That also, too. I mean, yeah, it's kind yeah. of like a fan... It's like Kevin yeah. Smith's fan fiction yeah, about yeah, Jay and Silent Bob. You know, I was yeah, about to yeah. say, when you said fan fiction, like, like you know, oh, Jay and Silent Bob, you know, make out and have sex and shit, but they also kind of covered that in the movie. 
I think it's actually kind of interesting. Well, I mean, that's in every single movie, so that's not a big deal. Um, in, I feel like both of these movies are, there's a lot of fan service because we've been clamoring for more Breaking Bad, and that was a good ending for that. I feel like this is kind of fitting. It kind of uh, ties a bow on on Kevin Smith in general, and it's a celebration of a lot of like the things that he stood for, and he brought back a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, like you were saying cameos and stuff like that. So um, overall speaking, I would probably give it a seven because I really enjoyed it. Um, but as a movie on its own, if they were like you know thinking about oh I want to catch all this cinematic you know gold and stuff like that, I definitely <laughs> like I if definitely this was would. Kevin Smith's first movie. Ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. If you've never watched any Kevin Smith movies, uh, you're this is going to be completely wildly over your head. I will say that. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm with you on this too. I wish I had seen I would gone back to watch Dogma and some of the other ones. That might be something you guys might want to do. Um, check out some of the other. Uh, Kevin Smith movies before you go back because you definitely will uh, be in for a big treat uh, for some of the stuff that does happen in the movie for sure. So, okay. Well, it sounds like that one wraps up our uh, just the overall review on it. Seems like we enjoyed El Camino pretty well. Um, if you're a fan of Breaking Bad, definitely highly, highly recommend. I think it's a fitting ending. <laughs> just and see then, it. Yeah, yeah, just go see it. Just no, you don't, you don't have to see it. You don't even have to go see it. Just you just watch it. it on Netflix. That's true. You don't need to go out, but I definitely think it was worth going out to go see the movie in a theater in a prop in a proper theater. Um, the fuck. And uh, Jay and Silent Bob. I mean, I think partially the reason why I enjoyed it and I gave I'm gonna give it a I gave it a seven is I think it was because the audience that was there. Especially at the event that we yeah, went. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was this group of, like, old... I, I know you guys were sitting right next to me, but on the other side of me was, like, the like this group of, like, older ladies and this one old dude, this older gentleman. I think they were probably in their, like, late 60s, early 70s, and they were cracking up the entire <laughs> time. And I was just enjoying just kind of just sitting there going, oh, this is the right crowd for this. Because I'm sure there's, like... Some people are like, well, there's people who just watch every movie that ever comes out that comes to the theater because they have a past or whatever it may be. I don't know if all of them will have the same reaction, but the people who are fans of Kevin Smith and his movies definitely had a very similar reaction to that, and they made it more enjoyable, especially since we got to go see a special event, um, and then they did like a, a small like intro at the very beginning um, you know, to talk about the movie and stuff like that, and I think this is a this is a really good homage to a lot of the things that he did, and it it doesn't take itself too seriously, and um, yeah, so yeah, all right, so <laughs> doesn't take itself seriously at all, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah ever. Um, so that'll cover our general overview. We're gonna go into the spoiler zone. We're gonna be talking about both movies. Hey, um, David. David, what? I'm in the spoiler zone. <laughs> okay, all right, we're. we're Join me. Coming over. No. Come over here. I'm in the spoiler zone. Call Don't let them see you. <laughs> Stay low. Call 1-800-200-SPOILERS. Follow me it's to only, the spoiler it's only, zone. It's only $2 a minute to join us here in the spoiler zone. Oh, that's not what you were doing, is it? Okay. No, um, so, yeah, you've been... <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you've been warned we're going to be just going to the spoiler zone we're going to be exploring the movie all of the movie 
uh, <laughs> oh, not God. being afraid to talk about certain things. So if you guys are interested in watching the movie without any spoilers, uh, definitely skip over this portion. If not, you're more than welcome to join us as long as it's okay with Stu. Stu, is it okay if everybody else joins us in the spoiler zone? Yeah, come on, follow me. Be quiet, though. Welcome to the spoiler zone. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, talk about El Camino. Guys, El Camino, uh, I know that, Stu, you had something you wanted to talk about. Get off your chest. What is it? Um, well, there was a couple. It was kind of a couple things that kind of added up to a minus one for me. Um, and, and these might sound kind of inconsequential, but I would, I would compare it to say knocking a point off of a movie because you didn't like a particular song. Uh, it's a very valid point. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, but so a couple things there was, I know in the previews they showed, there was a couple scenes. One I saw where skinny Pete is being interrogated mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, where that? Ha- where is that? Where is that scene? I, it wasn't in the movie. Oh wait, uh, if they just well, um, I mean, it does still happen in the movie, in the plot of the movie. But I, I like it because it was like a teaser of what kind of happens, and it, yeah, it, it does happen. I was just kind of right. I was just yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess that's kind of Vince Gilligan being Vince Gilligan. And I, I mean, uh, if they put it in, I I think it would have really detracted from Jesse's story. You know, it. I mean, sure they're talking about him, but the whole mm-hmm. movie was focused on Jesse, and I I think that just small breakaway could have like uh, broken the flow of the movie, where you, it's really tense. You know, you really want to know what happens to Jesse, and then, boom, we cut to the Skinny Pete being interrogated by the police, and it's just like, yeah, you like Skinny Pete, but you're there for Jesse. So uh, I mean, I I wouldn't have if may, tried to make it that on the nose. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have just been a hard cut to Skinny yeah, Pete yeah, in the interrogation but, room. Yeah, yeah, right, right. But, <laughs> but <laughs> I know you guys came here to see Jesse, but Skinny Pete, and then that's yeah. it. And then it's like forty-five minutes of the. It'd be like uh, I mean, a couple I of guys it, that were complaining about it, Chapter Two, because they were like, "There's too, it's taking too long to get to the part where they fight Pennywise." It'd be like almost like the same thing where it's Skinny Pete for an hour, and then we get fifteen <laughs> minutes of Jesse. Oh, we've escaping. been duped. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think in general, for me, I just don't like when I like movies show stuff in previews that ne- that end up not being in the movie. Um, I just in general don't really I I don't like that. Wait, um, why don't you like that? Uh, just out of curiosity. Just because I was like, I wanted to see that part in the movie, and you tricked me. Oh, okay. Like, what if I like that part, and now I go see the movie, and it's not there, which has happened a number of times. I don't have any examples off the top of my head, but it has happened. Um, but I don't want to focus too much, because that was just a very small part of it, of the, uh, the point I knocked off. Um, I also wanted to know, like, because I know there was all, I don't know if it was a preview, there was mention of, of Huel in like promotional material. Huel? And I was Huel, yeah. And I was like, where what happened to Huel? Why are we talking about Huel? You didn't even show anything about Huel. Wait, what what they mention about Huel? Oh, that's right. They said he's still waiting at the at the Or like he know. I said something about he left the safe house or something. Yeah. So I was like, Oh sweet, Huel's gonna be back but there was no Huel. Huh. Yeah, so, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. So that might be a little more than the Skinny Pete one, yeah. Because I like, you know, I like Huel. Mm. Um, and then some of the, I think the the bigger portion of the the point I dinged was the 
just because since I'm the since I'm the gun guy in the climax of the movie, mm-hmm. um, I I felt like um, while it was I think we can all probably agree that it was probably an awesome climax. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things I I dinged it for were uh, one. Uh, there was a lot of shooting that happened, and for all that shooting uh, that happened, uh, Jesse didn't get hit at all. Um, and if, if that was the case, I feel like the shooting scene should have been more chaotic. Um, instead, it looked like a pr- they were standing fairly still, shooting at each other, and with all those bullets, Jesse didn't get hit by any of them. Oh, you're talking about the scene inside the tow yard? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, like climax, mm. right? I mean, would you not say that's the climax? Yeah, that's pretty much uh, climax. I, I thought the climax was going to be part of... Uh, well, yeah, I guess. I mean, I it's like... You can climax a couple of times. I climb, <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you can have multiple climaxes. Um, so, on, on this particular climax, that was one of my gripes. Because um, I was expecting, like... You know, it was pretty chaotic... Or not chaotic. They were, like, shooting at each other. Like, Jesse and that other guy. The, uh, not the main bad guy, right? The, uh, the other, other guy. Yeah, the other guy. There was a lot of bullets being shot at each other, and yeah, I was like, "How is he so inaccurate?" Be- he I was, was a- so accurate before, and then all of a sudden, he can't hit the side of a barn. Yeah, and the other guy had like the drop on him too, and he c- couldn't hit shit. So <laughs> I felt like if they if they wanted to have Jesse come out with unscathed, I feel like the like the other guys in the room should have been like scrambling and or like there should have been a little more chaos in that scene um for for all those bullets to get shot in jesse's direction and for him to not get and i'm not saying he has to get like mortally wounded but at least rambo wounded kind of yeah, like, like rambo got, like wounded. shot in the shoulder but he's still able but obviously yeah. like it gets scathed of some sort or maybe the guy's just so scared he's shit he's he's crappy with a gun that's true too but um but yeah, that was that was one of my little gripes about that one. Although I thought the uh, you know Jesse doing the pocket pocket pistol it was pretty dope. Yeah, I actually really like that scene. I mean, I I get where you're coming from. The whole uh, the inaccuracies it doesn't seem realistic. But at the time, I definitely <laughs> wanted to to suspend disbelief just because of how. Oh no, I I've. I had to come up with this after the fact. I was I was caught up in the moment. Yeah. when it was happening. Yeah, well, you were probably very nervous. Going, oh shoot, I don't want to. Yeah, die. no, it Please was it was so nerve wracking because of, of the way yeah. that it, it happened. You know, he he gets the jump on the main guy right with the the gun in his pocket, and then the other guy immediately the goes. Duel, yep. It goes for his pistol, and you know they already kind of foreshadowed that because you you see him like looking over at his gun. Look over it. Yeah. Yep. And then when it happens, I, I do appreciate how, well, I mean, Jesse was a little shaken by it, right? You see his, him starting to shake a bit, especially after the duel. But um, during it, he he's very calm. He knew what was going to happen. As soon as the guy went for a gun, he immediately, <clears throat> you know, draws on him. He runs out of bullets. He doesn't, like, you know, miss a beat. He just immediately throws down his gun, gets the other guy's gun, and keeps firing, right? It, it, it just, I think it was a good uh, indication of how how Jesse's character has grown and developed into this person, this person that isn't afraid, uh, isn't like uh, hiding anymore, right? It, it's this guy who's been beaten so many times, he just doesn't care, he wants to get out 
without like uh hiding i guess yeah like like even if he gets even if he was shot <laughs> yeah. like that would be like doing him a favor yeah it's like he doesn't give a shit right, right right yeah so i i really appreciated that you know he was very cold and calculative during that whole time i mean immediately afterwards he like what everyone that was there was he do he already had a plan he said hey come here you know like give me your you know give me your license so he knows where to get him like it was so cool one of the parts I did like about that whole part was um, when the guy get one of the guys gives him his license. He's like, "Please, man, I have kids." And he's like, "I don't give a shit, right?" I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, evaluating Jesse's character, though, I mean, he probably does kind of give a shit, right? Like, especially when it comes uh, to kids. Definitely the uh, the uh, well, it's not like he was gonna go kill. Yeah, the kid, yeah, 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 yeah. If that was, but, but I, I think he, I think he would. I mean, obviously it was just a threat, yeah. and uh, he he said that to be more intimidating. But uh, you know, if if obviously the story was not going down that road, but if it somehow did go down that road, uh, I think he would have no problem uh, taking that guy out mm-hmm. if it if it meant you know getting what he wanted, like escaping his that life. Right, 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 right. But obviously i'm not saying he would take out the guy's kids yeah but yeah just for the hell of it you know just on his way out hey kid bang <laughs> um oh there was a uh question i want to ask about the finale so uh when he gets out to alaska right he writes a mm-hmm. letter and he asks it to be delivered right mm-hmm. that was to to brock the kid right yes yes mm-hmm. right so Sorry, Brock Lesnar. I, I haven't like you know rewatched it like you did do so. That mm-hmm. that was the kid that died from ricin, right? No, no well he, he didn't die from ricin. From he ricin. got poisoned. Yeah, it was mom so. Died. It was his girlfriend who they who when he first tried to escape the meth lab, the not the skinhead meth lab. Mm-hmm. He tried to escape, yeah. and to teach him a lesson, they drove him to his that girl's. Uh, I think her name was uh, Andrea. Um, he had met her in rehab and you know he was she she was his girlfriend for a while and they basically uh killed her in front of him yeah um and brock was her son oh okay okay gotcha yeah so but yeah brock is also the kid who got poisoned poisoned for with ricin not ricin it wasn't no it wasn't ricin it was uh something else but walter was it was it was a flower that uh walter had in his backyard that i think he he knew that uh would would do this and the blue one right yeah, it was some plant he had in his backyard, but it's like, you know, typical Walt, like he, he planned it out perfectly. He thought, you know, somehow he got it to the kid and the kid ate it or something, ingested it and ended up in the hospital because of it. So, okay. Quick aside, that part when they revealed that Walt like gave him the flower, you know, like, uh, that at the end mm-hmm. of the episode, how they zoom in on the flower in his backyard, Jesus Christ. Right. Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That was that chilling. That, yeah. It's like, and if Breaking Bad's that good, then better call Saul. Like, woo. woo. So. Yeah, I I haven't got caught up as far as uh, Ben on Better Call Saul, but that is definitely one of my top shows too. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I definitely echo the same sentiment. For me, the climax for me was the uh, when he goes back to I forgot the guy's name, but he goes back to the vacuum store. Mm-hmm. He oh. goes, "You're the dude," and then he, and he calls the cops. Oh my um, god, that was they great. show up because he thought he because he thought <laughs> it was, was awesome. a joke. He goes, "No, you know for a fact you don't want to." And then they show up, guy officers, and he goes, oh, "What the fuck?" And he goes, "All right, deal's a deal." 
And then he's like telling him, he goes, oh, okay, this is the down payment or whatever. I think that was the point where he realizes, okay, what I need to do to be able to get out is this, right? And then that kind of just gets the rest of these actions in in, uh, the, in sequence after that. But it just kind of just, that's such a Jesse move to to almost be like, all right, I'm at your, I'm at your mercy. But then he tries to flip the script and, and tells him what to do. Kind of like <laughs> almost like the same way where he did with Walt, right? You kind of see like the old Jesse kind of kick back. Not this new one that's been beaten to shit. That's been, you know, put in a hole for forever. And feels like, it, you know, almost beaten to the point where he has no hope left, right? It kind of gets back to that old Captain Cook Jesse. Where he <laughs> kind of is like, no, I know what I'm doing. You're you're the one that needs to know, to listen up, blah, blah, blah. This is what you're going to get. You know, I know I'm only $1,800 short, but, you know, freaking do it, or whatever it is. And then he goes, nope, not going to do it, blah, blah, blah. And he's just, like, so confident about it. And then he realizes he got caught. Um, <laughs> I That was my favorite part of the entire movie. Yeah, I definitely like that scene. Yeah, it, I, for so, me, it's kind of hard to pick out like a specific part that I really like because overall, I, I, I pretty much enjoyed every scene that was in the movie. I'm like, oh my god, the beginning scene where he shows up at uh, Skinny Pete and Badger's place. Man, I almost shed like a man tear oh, for that. Oh. Holy fuck! Like <laughs> rough. I, he showed up in rough spot. No, no, I mean it was like was it skinny pete like comes up with a plan all on his own like on what they're gonna do right and it works perfectly and then right when like they're about to execute the final part you know skinny pete stops him and he's like wait you know take this beanie it might help a little bit more and then you know jesse confronting him is like wait why are you doing all this man and then he's like you're my hero and shit and then he just leaves man man." (laughs) dude that yeah that was a good move that was definitely a big moment for sure yeah it's too bad that like it's too bad that they're that basically their friendship had to end though right there. Yeah, yeah he couldn't see him ever again. Jeez, man. Yeah, but but I have a lot of respect for for Skinny Pete and for Badger for sure for doing that. I know. Um, even after not seeing him forever, dude, that's what that's what real homies are like, right? Mm-hmm. Like ride or die and that kind of shit. So yeah, no, that was definitely. I'm with you like, on fuck, that. Like fucking go drive this car down to Mexico, and then I'm gonna go get interrog. I'm gonna get hauled in by the cops. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm gonna pass a polygraph, dog. It's cool. Yeah, what the fuck? Always wanted El Camino. Yeah. Fuck, and so. I don't know, there's just so many small moments, too. Like, a lot of... Uh, one of the things I really liked about Breaking Bad was a lot of the shots that they did. Like, they're just visually striking. Like, um, like the one we just talked about, where you find out what happened to... Or who poisoned Brock, right? And it was Walt. You know, they zoom in mm-hmm. on that. Or the episode Crawl Space. Jesus, that one always haunted me, where... Uh, <laughs> where he's laughing oh, he starts laughing yeah and just zooms out and yeah. the, the sound just gets like louder and louder and just holy shit it just sends chills down my spine but um in this you know in this movie there's so many great shots like um all you know pretty much comparing jesse to a to a caged dog right how todd treats him and everything mm-hmm. every time he was with todd he just seemed like a like a, a dog on a leash and then when he was in the in Todd's apartment and the police were or the quote unquote police were uh, dusting the area, and they finally come upon Jesse. Holy shot! Shit! That um, that shot where oh, yeah. where his gun comes out. 
Oh my god. Oh. Yeah, he just slowly creep peers out of the shadow with a gun in his face. Yeah. That was awesome. like it was like coming out of smoke. Yeah. Like, oh I'm no cop killer. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Or even the overhead shot of Jesse like tearing apart the apartment. It <laughs> yeah. shows like the That whole... was like classic breaking bad. I know. Like I can just go on and on about this. Yeah, he just things. shows off he showed off some of his his new chops and he goes Oh, you guys thought it was good before. Wait till you see yeah. what I can do now. I'm like, oh. Now, yeah. now, I think what, like, going back to what some of the, we were saying earlier where people were critical of the movie, mm-hmm. can we get can we get into what some of the Jared, people were critical it. of? Yeah. What are they critical of? I'm, I don't know. I'm asking. Oh, oh um, right. well, I mean, what I heard was that, uh, yeah, it's a good it was you know executed well but was the plot really necessary i mean a lot of people are saying like we could have left it at jesse just driving off into the night and just assuming that he got out okay we didn't need to get any closure on this but i disagree you know i i think it was a Fuck really that. it was a great and really sweet send off for jesse you know we finally get some actual yeah. closure on him and you know you could say the same thing about like better call Saul, right is that necessary we already got the whole story arc for Walt goodman <laughs> but Holy shit, right. Jimmy Car- or Jimmy Jimmy McGill as a character. Like you never thought that you needed to get a a deeper character analysis on Saul Goodman, but holy shit, he's so good. Like Yeah. He was like one of my favorite characters in the Breaking Bad like arc. So I know I'm it. glad he got a spin off. I know, and then you get like this emotional depth to him in Bre- Better Call Saul, and not only that, you get like a more matured Vince Gilligan who like takes a very very steady hand over the production of Better Call Saul and it just seems like an entirely new better show you know it, it looks like it's got like 50 years of experience more on on it you know it, <laughs> and this movie too like I, I think it really benefited from it uh, I, I don't know those people can go suck a bag of dicks seriously yeah, yeah, that's that was part of the thing for me is like I don't really hear very much criticism because I figure haters are gonna hate, mm-hmm. and you know I enjoyed it. That's all that really matters to me. And if I think it was a right, like you guys were saying, it's a good send off. It kind of closes the 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 end of a saga because you finally get to see at least there's at least one good possible ending, right? Because yeah. the way <laughs> break, yeah the way Breaking Bad ended, I really thought that Jesse yeah he got away in the El Camino, but. I thought that he was going to get caught and then he'd end up in jail and some other shit or someone was going to like track him down because he was in hiding and he was going to die. I thought that was the way it was going to end, mm-hmm. honestly speaking. Oh. And also, oh, yeah. um, what, Sorry, with um, with this movie, right, and with Better Call Saul, I actually wouldn't mind if they did you know all these little spinoffs and a little deeper dives into the universe of Breaking Bad because, you know, yes. Badger and Skinny Pete need their own show. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> I, I would not be like against that. I feel like with other shows, you know, they do spinoffs uh, with other characters, and it just ends terribly. You know, it's just like they were just in it for the cash. Oh, let's take this really popular character and flesh him out, you know, and give him his own spinoff show. But no, this one actually, you know, has a good idea and has like direction with where it's going and what it wants to do. It's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think like uh, movies, you know, these little short movies could possibly be really good for Breaking Bad or just, you know, little snippets of, you know, giving the fans more of what they want while not compromising yeah. any quality. 
Right. Yeah, instead sure. of spinning off, making a se- like a series, just do like a little movie like yeah, this. Yeah, I would be totally okay with that. Yeah, so... Alright, well, it sounds like we enjoyed that one thoroughly. We definitely don't want to be uh, taking up all the time. We could probably talk Wait. about Breaking Bad on its own, uh, the El Camino on its one own. One more thing. Um, okay. The reason I didn't give it... Like, I, also, I also have one more thing, but <laughs> <Okay>. go ahead. <laughs> the reason I didn't give it like a, re- a better score was because this was just really distracting of how different Todd looks. Like, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't just take my mind off of it. Like, I, I could suspend disbelief that Jesse didn't get shot in like, that crazy duel at the end, you know, that he was just standing still while the other guy's running around and trying to shoot him, and he didn't take any bullets. But Todd, holy shit, he is, like, just gigantic. <laughs> I, I thought in the beginning of the movie when they were showing Jesse looking up at yeah. Todd through the gate i thought that would be like todd's only appearance in the movie because he looks so goddamn different he has uh, such a large role in this movie <laughs> yeah, he was like, nope. all right now time for the full face close-up <laughs> yeah and then he uh, lost it all at uh, the last episode of breaking <laughs> but i gotta say his actor is really good it's just man. oh yeah he the todd character is great it's just it was really distracting yeah, like oh I'm man, so confused. Could they, couldn't they CGI him or something? Yeah. Or just... yeah, seriously, come on, you had a budget for this. Yeah, but that that's I think I mean. a little bit in that same vein. Yeah. This is the one. This is my one last thing I wanted to mention, yeah. and also I forgot to include this in, into my score as to why it got dinged from me. Was it just me, or was the was Brian Cranston wearing a bald cap? Probably. Yeah, I mean. That was very. If that's the case, that's very disappointing to me because, like, because I just come came off of rewatching the whole series, so I have this image. I know what you know Walter White looks like, and then we watched the movie. Kind of and broke it for you. Now his head's like two and a half millimeters too <laughs> thick. <That's all. laughs> and was, I was like, oh, just shave the Yow. head. It's like Mega Mind. <laughs> But I was glad that they, <laughs> the Brian, the uh, I started punching David in the arm when I when the uh, Brian Cranston, Cranston Walter White oh uh, yeah, cameo was scene. coming up. That was so good. Oh, trust me, I think everybody was gripping their seat, going, <laughs> "Finally!" Yeah. So this this movie, I think, for I want to say probably for most Breaking Bad fans, this is the movie that they wanted, and this is the ending they they probably would have been okay with, that they were happy with. Yeah. I, I mean, so. Um, but if there's nothing else that you guys want to talk about, we definitely have we have another movie we need to discuss. Um, that would be God. Why is this so hard for me? James Bond reboot. reboot. Three, Clerks Three. Uh, Electric Boogaloo. Um, uh, thoughts? Yeah. yeah. Oh, spoiler thoughts. Yeah, We're doing spoiler spoilers thoughts. now. My favorite part was, I guess I'll start. Um, my favorite part is the fact that Blunt Man and Chronic, V Chronic, is their interpretation of Batman versus <laughs> Superman, yeah. the Superman. And then they throw in the Marvel. My favorite is just how unserious they take this. That uh, <laughs> Silent Bob shows up in the Iron Man suit. And they, <laughs> someone's they, getting sued. <laughs> yeah, someone's getting sued. Um, and then I think my favorite character of the entire thing was Chris Hemsworth. Oh yeah, you're Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> that, I, I, 
don't touch the hologram. Don't be don't, ear thrusting. Don't, don't yeah. Don't, don't take selfies. Don't fillet. Don't, don't yeah. fillet me. Don't fillet the hologram. <laughs> don't uh. Don't pretend like you're having a conversation with me. <laughs> if you want to go to the movie, uh, if you want to see, if you want to be part of the movie, go this way. If you want to meet all the stars, you go this way. I obviously would go that way. That is the exit. <laughs> uh, <that's> uh, <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, Fantastic overall from start to finish. I definitely was happy. Like one of my buddies asked me if what I was uh, for at work, um, if Shannon Elizabeth was in the movie, and I was like, Hell yeah, hell yeah, and damn, she looks good too. For uh, you know who looks even better for actually, I don't know. Let me check real she's quick. Like what forty six? Kevin Smith. <laughs> Kevin yeah, Smith. Dude, he looks, looks good. Amazing. Vegan powers weight for being vegan. Yeah, I know. I, th- I feel like he's lost too much weight, though. Yeah, he like, looks almost like a skeleton. He could use himself. a little bit, little bit more weight. Yeah. Maybe turn the dial up a little bit. Eat but, one cheeseburger a month. Yeah, <laughs> but I think uh, who also looks really good, although they're not as old as Shannon Elizabeth, is Rosario Dawson. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shannon Elizabeth, forty-six years old. Wow. Yeah, but one thing I was, I think, and this kind of, one of the things that. Uh, I dinged it for because this is like one thing I could actually remember is that why was Rosario Dawson's character why did they introduce her like they had like they introduced all these other characters from previous movies yeah why wasn't she introduced as as their character why wasn't she yeah she was in Clerks too she was the main like the main I don't know if she's oh, main character was or the main part of the female. panel as clerk. No, she was like Dante's um, girlfriend at the time, right? Yeah, she's. I mean, she's on the. She's the center of the poster for Clerks too. So yeah. like, why didn't why didn't they you know in, reintroduce her as that same character? Yeah, I mean, where like they they showed the guy from Clerk the guys from Clerks. They showed um, Shannon Elizabeth. They show Ben Affleck, all from the previous movies. And but why not her? Like they show her as someone completely different. That was a little yeah, weird that to is, me. Now that you mention that, oh yeah, she she plays a Parker, right? Like uh, she's a no, Falcon, 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 wife, Falcon. Sorry, uh, yeah, she's wife, the wife. wife, yeah. So yeah, I was like, Reggie. why didn't she get to reprise her role and then be able to say, oh, you know, I remember yeah. you from the other one, but we got together or some happenstance or whatever. Yeah, and then so just a little continuity uh, issue there, but uh, you know, I. <laughs> The only thing I had beef was the Chinese girl happened to be a Russian spy. <laughs> yeah, was... I thought she was gonna go North Korean. I was like, if you're gonna be racist and you're gonna yeah, be... do North Korea, yeah, I'm <laughs> like, why not North Korea if you're gonna piss also, off people? I also had, that was also another one of my gripes was that after really a while the fake gear. yeah the fake <laughs> the fake Russian accent was wearing me down. For, oh my yeah, god, it was it so I could, much. Her Russian accent is horrible. Yeah. yeah, and there was so much of it. <laughs> she had so many lines. Stupid Americans. I'm like, dear oh, God, it sounds almost as bad as mine. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but obviously it wasn't meant to be good. So. Yeah. Well, just... I mean, this, she was not winning any Oscars for this, but um, I definitely I like I would have the... preferred North Korea. <laughs> yeah. North Korea would have been a great one. And then Kim Jong-un shows up. And he's trying to infiltrate American cinema. Um, Bob, Bobby Lee as Kim Jong-un. Oh, my God. Yes, that would have been great. Oh. See, we should have been on that pitch movie. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I... Yeah. I, it was dude, your, it's, who, it's hard to pick a, a moment in that movie because every, every it seemed like there were just mini clips just strung together 
and then they called other movie because it was <laughs> yeah. over an hour. One part yeah. that I didn't really like about the movie was they were really teasing hard about Mark Hamill, and then it didn't happen. <laughs> like they really I knew teased this was going to come up. <laughs> like they had him break the. They wall. teased it so much. Yeah, they showed you a, a half second clip. <laughs> Of breaking through the wall. Yeah, and then that was it. It was just like, and here's Mark Hamill. No, 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 Mark Hamill. It's like, why, why even do it at all? You know. Yeah. Well, okay. Instead of picking a favorite moment, who's your favorite cameo? Oh. You guys need a moment. If you guys need a moment, mine was Ben Affleck. I have two kind of favorite cameos. Uh, One was uh, the Method Man, Red Man. Yeah, that awesome. uh, cameos. Yep. How that was high. awesome. And then uh, also I liked the uh, oh those is probably an easy one when uh, the Jason Lee one. Oh yeah, Jason oh. Lee of course. I gotta say my favorite one was uh oh, man, I don't even know the actor that plays him. Something oh Halloran. Um the guy who plays Dante in Clerks. Uh he you know, the, Oh wait, where was he? I don't, I was remember I was looking for I remember I was looking for him. Where, where was he in the movie? I mean he was at the beginning and the end, essentially. Like when they're at the Oh, oh I'm thinking of the Right now I'm thinking of the other one. Oh Randall. Yeah, no, he he was yeah. not there. Um but I, I liked how he, he they uh the beginning of the movie like uh started out exactly like clerks. Like the shot for shot <laughs> remake of clerks. And then at the end uh, when Randall or when uh, Dante goes and you know it's you know like they don't say anything but like you know you see dante walk up to the store and tries to unlock the the locks and then you could tell that he was frustrated because someone jumped jammed gum into the locks you know it was a, it was a little nice <laughs> it, we're doing this because <laughs> like a, a lot of the references in the movie were just really in your face you know this one was a nice little subtle one they're just like oh hey haha you know and then yeah. finally, at the at the end of the credits, it's all like, "Hey, for the past twenty five years, every night we just jump <laughs> jam gum in it." Walks. <laughs> it, was, it was a really was that, really nice little wink. Was that um, was that something that was happened in the previous movies that they they coped to before? Or was this the first time they've coped to it? That was the first time they coped to it, but it happened in in Clerks <laughs> One. You know, that's how the movie started. It was like. They had to put that sign up, you know, I assure you we're open because someone jammed gum in the locks. And he keeps mentioning it throughout the film. Someone jammed gum in the locks, those fucking savages, you know. So it, it was a really nice little nod to that, I felt. Yeah. Good. Yeah, because that was one of my favorite little scenes at yeah. the end there. Yeah, you could definitely pick any scene and it'd be like your favorite and nobody would question it. Because literally it was just filled with just little bits here and there of your favorite movie it just really depends on what your favorite movie was that you had out of the kevin smith anthology um but the reason why i picked yeah go ahead ahead. no 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 you oh the reason why i picked ben affleck is so much because it's it seemed like he was really bitter about not being batman anymore (laughs) (laughs) and he didn't made no apologies about it and i'm like damn is is warner brothers and uh is sony gonna come after him for this shit for like talking so much trash he goes I would have been a better Batman, but I guess I don't want that anymore. So I'm like, holy crap! Like, you don't need to watch any Jason, uh, any uh, any Kevin Smith movies to get that one for sure. Yeah, yeah. Along with all like the goofs and gaffes, uh, we had there was plenty of them. Uh, I did, did there were, like for you guys was was it also like it had some pretty touching moments in it also? Yeah, yeah. Hmm? Like yeah. when you talk about with, his health uh, and stuff like that, or no. his kid, you know, the the, the father, no, and with daughter. like Jay. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah Jay yeah, yeah, for sure. dealing with the uh, 
having a know. kid now. Yeah, yeah. There's a pretty, uh, pretty good, you know, little touching heartstring moments yeah. there. For for a movie that has like complete is just like complete, just like, you know, just a complete joke. The whole movie. Yeah, like, it was nice to every scene is. It a was joke. nice to get that, bre- you know, that that breather of a, a emotional scene every now and then, and you know, mm-hmm. uh, Jason Mewes and uh, Harley Quinn could definitely emote to it. You know, they aren't bad right. actors, so they really sold those. <laughs> Which yeah. is never something I would expect I know, from right? uh, the guy playing Jay. <laughs> the guy that shows his asshole and his balls on screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, it sounds like we thoroughly enjoyed both of these movies that were uh, harken back to multiple, you know, one's a TV show, one is a series of movies, and uh, I think this was a fitting double feature to be able to put together. Uh, do you guys have any other final thoughts before we go ahead and wrap it up for this week? What what the hell was Matt Damon's cameo? I know they didn't. For, uh, oh, Dogma. Yeah, it came, I mean, no, it's dogma. It came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was Dogma, but it didn't do <laughs> yeah, anything for the, the story. It was just like, hey, I'm Matt Damon, and then that was it. Yeah. <laughs> well, he said I thought he played was... as Loki, but then he made the joke about not being uh, no. But uh, I mean, I get what he was saying, but I don't understand. Like the point as far as what was going on in the movie, like like for Ben Affleck, it made sense because oh, they ran into him at Chronicon yeah. and they're blah blah blah. But like for for Matt Damon, it was just like as they're coming to a new <laughs> scene, it's like oh wait, real quick, here's Matt Damon. Yeah, that's. I think he I even just... addressed it at one point. He goes, "You're probably wondering what I'm doing here." Blah blah blah. Oh, and did he? I, <laughs> I think he said that, but I kind of like. I don't know if that. It wasn't that big of a scene for me, so I was just kind of like, oh, "Okay, let's get past it." Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's pretty much. I just I thought I was missing something. No, I remember that he said something, but I think I might have not remembered too much because that wasn't very very memorable. It just kind of just got he jammed made a... in there. He made a bunch of born identity jokes. Yeah. and I, I like those jokes. It's just like, what, what was the point of it? You know? I mean, yeah. So, um, if that is it, then uh, we're going to exit. What? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to exit the spoiler zone uh, this week. Um, I think it's going to have to come down to just me and Stu on what movie we're going to watch because, unfortunately, we're going to lose our uh, our illustrious third cast member. Yep, our, adios, uh, asshole. For a couple for a couple <laughs> weeks, he will be traveling to uh, Japan. Make sure to uh, update your Instagrams and your Snapchats so you can follow him and his food stories. Spoiler alert: It's never going to be any sushi. It's always going to be ramen. That's right. Um, and then other snacks, and then mostly boba. Are you guys going to Taiwan again this year? No. Or just Japan? Japan, Indonesia. Yep. Oh, nice. So, um, so yeah, well, safe travels. Thank you. We will, uh, you will be missed. Thank you. Um, in the coming weeks, we will definitely be uh, probably replacing you with a another special guest. Permanently. Um, permanently. The Green Ranger. Um, hopefully, we, yeah, we might <laughs> get a Sean sighting, Ooh. hopefully. Cross fingers. Yeah. Um, so we, we will continue to, to try to uh, try to pry him from the uh, upside down uh, world. Well, um, I'm David. I watch Stranger Things now. <laughs> I make Stranger Things references. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, so Sue, is there a movie you want to see that's coming up this week? It's coming out this week, or has already come out? Well, I, I guess that could be both. Or, I kind of want to see Parasite. Yeah, 
Go check out Parasite. Parasite. Oh, okay. Well, Zombie Land's coming out this week too. Is it? Zombie Land two, Friday eighteenth. Shit. Shiatsu. But I feel like uh, Parasite would probably be a better choice because Zombie Land's going to be out for a little while, so um, we can save that for next week, and mm-hmm. then we could do a double feature. We can do a double tap of that one. See Zombie Land one, and then see Zombie uh, Land two. There's too many double. Th- there's too many double fists to to handle. It's October. I don't think our workload can, can handle this double fisting. <laughs> oh, you know what also comes out this week? Jojo Rabbit. Oh, oh does it? Oh, I want to see that too. Ah. Wow, this is going to be a heavy week for sure. Um, fuck. Yeah, Zombie Land 2, Maleficent's coming out. Uh, well, I, I, I'd be okay Rabbit. with skipping Maleficent. Yeah, I'd man. also be... I'd be willing to skip Gemini Man also. Wait, what about the motorcycle scene? We gotta wait till you come back for that. We already saw it on the YouTube. Yeah, but we don't know what happens. We don't know what happens. We do. He launches it. Yes, we do. They're gonna remove it from the movie, and it's not gonna be in there. It's a lie. (laughs) They took that scene out. It's not gonna be a motorcycle. It's gonna be a scooter. Yes. A Vespa. (laughs) A bird. (laughs) That kind of thing. Um. So, uh, what you wanna do? Parasite. I would say Parasite, and then, shit, I don't know, Jojo Rabbit or Zombieland. I kind of want Jojo Rabbit. Because it might not last as long? Yeah. I think Zombieland will probably hang around longer. Okay. So, what we'll do is, uh, this week, next week, we will be reviewing uh, Parasite, Parasite, sorry. Um, And then, a week later, we'll be reviewing Jojo Rabbit, and then that will be followed by our special Halloween episode, Zombieland 2. Oh, is that going to be Halloween already? Well, I mean, this week's the 18th, next week's the 23rd. Uh, I guess. And, I mean, I don't uh, know. Is there anything else? That will be, uh, will be, that'll be Zombieland, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, let me see what else is coming out. Friday the 18th. Yeah, there's a lot of movies. Um, um, oh. There's a movie my dad wanted to see, The Current War. That's the one with uh, Thomas Edison versus uh, Tesla, Nikola Tesla. That's not a big deal. Um, wait, I see Arctic Dogs. Is this the sequel to Five Now <laughs> Dog Five? Five Now Dog Five. It's the one where Jeremy <laughs> Renner's an animated fox. <laughs> wow, he was very serious about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, shit! I also want to see that's I guess it's coming out this month too. Ah oh, shit! It's coming out this week. Uh, Captain, the lighthouse. Oh fuck! I want to see that. That's the one Robert. Yeah. Oh, that's that movie? black and white movie. Yeah, yeah. Willem Dafoe and uh, oh, and uh, it looks very avant-garde. I heard it's supposed to be really yeah. trippy, like really trippy. Yeah. Hmm. Damn, well, there's too many good movies shoot. out this week. Well, uh, well, right now we'll we'll take one week at a time. We'll take a look at the box office reviews and see a uh, box office rundown. And if there's any risk of one of them slipping out, we'll have to prioritize based off of that. But for this week, it's going to be Parasite. Um, ben, has, you've already seen it, right? Yeah. Uh, a little bit of preview, like a. Uh, do you want a about- prime, Would you like a primer, Stu? How about, Ben, you just record your part of the podcast for it, and then we'll stitch it together when David and I do it. 
yeah, you can do a review on it, um, and then we'll uh, we'll listen to it as we're. Um, but we gotta have the banter and everything. You have to pause for banter and oh, stuff I can like do that. that. Yeah, that's easy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so this movie was really great. And so. shop, David. And anyways, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking. Um, but yeah, so safe travels. Thank you. We'll be uh, reviewing Parasite next week. There will be a portion you will still get to get Ben in here, uh, but it'll be probably pre-recorded. But so maybe some of his insights will be uh, unnecess- rendered unnecessary by the genius that is uh, uh, David and Stu's feedback Ooh. on the movie. We're gonna be like, you know what? Maybe we don't even need him anymore. We'd just be uh, half cinco. Well, good luck and <laughs> producing a synopsis. And a all right, I, I doubt you can do it. I doubt that you can look up on the internet a synopsis and retool it to your <laughs> specific need. Parasite, a movie about a parasite. Wikipedia defines a parasite as <laughs> <laughs> a virus invading a <laughs> organ host body. I don't know. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, once again, this is a uh, the end of uh, episode de what? I'm sorry. What the fuck was that? No. Uh, just uh, we're bidding farewell to uh, to Ben. He'll be back in a couple of weeks from Japan. Uh, hopefully, there'll be some good stories. Uh, try to maybe if you get a chance, maybe catch a movie out there. Maybe it might be different. You might catch like a Japanese horror film or something like that, yeah. and we might not be able to get here. Yeah, I watch Jojo um, Rabbit in Japanese. Also, yeah, Jojo also, Rabbit in Japanese would be good. Also, don't forget to get me my. Uh, the used panties in the vending machine. Right. <laughs> just as a joke, yeah, though. It's, it's just, just like, you know, isn't it, this not, is funny, guys? Want one. Guys, isn't this funny? Look what I got. Yeah, it would be really creepy I'll if I back. sniffed it. I'll be back in a half hour. <laughs> oh, oh, gross. I sniffed I, it. Isn't that kept, funny? If I kept it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, enjoy your time. We'll uh, see you. Hopefully, you won't be tired of ramen because we're probably going to go get ramen. Dude, I'm, never I'm literally going to the Tokyo Ramen Festival, so... I hate you so much right now, Ben. Yeah, I, lo- so, I love me. Uh, this is the last time we'll have Ben on the on the show because uh, he's, he's dead. He's dead yeah, to me. He's dead to us. Um, so, join us next week. We'll be talking about Parasite uh, and obviously our box office rundown, and uh, hopefully we might be able to get a new guest in here to be able to help out um, with the heavy lifting. Maybe. Uh, oh crap! What was uh, his character? Not Rick Dalton, the other guy. Oh, shit. Oh. Uh, you guys are going to let me struggle. Oh, God. Talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? That's right. Bruce uh, Lee? <laughs> no, not Bruce Lee. <laughs> Damn it. Sharon Tate. No. Charles Manson. Damn it. Crap, I know that the name is right there. I just can't think Roman of Roman Polanski. All right. Well, no. this has been Dos and Half Cinco's signing off. <laughs> Don't forget to oh, take your Reiki. Oh, Reiki I'm your host, David, or Stuart. I'm Stuart. And I'm David. Um, I'm still trying to figure this out. (laughs) See you next time, everybody. Don't forget to tip Reiki Masters. No, I already said that. Bye. Bye. Bye.